Hi everyone, this is Ben Ma from Food in the Hood. I just want to make a quick announcement that this episode was recorded back in March of this year, and Amanda and I are trying to get back on track, and we'll be addressing some of those delays in this following episode. And then we're back with another exciting episode of Food in the Hood. Yeah, it's been a while. It, it's been quite a while. The last time, oh, we the last time we recorded was in 2018, right? Yeah, I think the the last episode was、uh, the last episode on air is probably posted on first day of first or second day of、uh, 2019. Yeah. I think I think you're right.、Um, so、yeah. we went through a lot. There was the winter. <laughs> there was winter break, and then this semester, our spring semester, both Ben and I are trying to graduate. So we've been we've been under a lot. <laughs> we have a lot yeah, on our right, plate right, right, right now. And we actually recorded another episode over winter break while I was in Malaysia. So you're just gonna confess? <laughs> I'm gonna confess. This is my confession time.、Um, okay. I was in Malaysia. Ben was in U.S. We we recorded an episode.、Um, I think like a few days after Christmas, if I'm not wrong. Uh no, that one was um maybe maybe so that was the actual 2019 recording that we did before this one. Oh okay okay, but. Anyway, I was supposed to. I was supposed to edit the episode.、Um, it is still not published. <laughs> I've been putting it off on the back burner.、Um, so, if you don't already know, every single episode up till today has been recorded by both of us, but totally a hundred percent edited by Ben. So, thank you, Ben. <laughs> And then this time round, because he was going back to China for a bit, I was like, you know what? I'll take on the editing. <laughs> Except it well, never that's happened.、Right. We'll just take time, and, and that actually kind of leads into our topic of today, which is grad school burnout. <laughs> oh yes, grad school burnout,、um, and also kind of like how do you balance grad life with your own personal life? Because like I think there's a lot of stressors in grad school that comes from multiple. A combination、mm-hmm. of different things,、uh, and you know, especially when you're close to graduating, that stress definitely ramps itself up. So we thought that you know this was a very timely、oh, yeah. topic,、uh, and then we wanted to dive deeper into it. But before that, I think Ben, you had something else. So,、um, right. So a bit of backstory: how I found this piece of news is from、uh, a Twitter、uh, share from、um, a Cornell food safety professor. Uh, Dr. Sam Nujing, I I hope I pronounce his last name right. <laughs>、uh, so he he actually so I dig into a little bit of his work and what he his group does for fun, or or at least、um, for outreach purpose. They actually have a podcast, right? Which was really yeah, interesting. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. And you said that、uh, so、the- two students rotate or something every semester. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'll I'll link the. Presumably that I'll edit this episode, <laughs> so I'll I'll add the I'll add the link of their podcast in the、um, episode description. The podcast is called Food Micro Minutes. It looks like that the entire、uh, research team is involved in the production and、uh, probably some of the editing too. They、right. are.、Uh, they're on their season two already. Seems like a monthly-ish 
upload very technical well not very technical but、um, very focused on food microbiology Oh, interesting. Yeah, some of the episode names would be,、uh, for example, this episode three is called "From Plastics to Pathogens." Okay. Another one, let's see.、Uh, for example, "From Cold Plasma to Kimchi," right? This might be <laughs> this might be something related to、um, bacterial sterilization or whatever. Right, right, right. Definitely、plasma. very catchy title. So definitely check that out if you're interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Um, I think these people are, you know. Very well. They're they're research scientists and graduate students in that field. So I think the podcast they put out, there's a high caliber of quality、mm-hmm. there.、Um, so、oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And even in their season two, they start to talk about actual papers, like academic papers. Right, right, right. Damn. Yeah, so that's that's very different from our format. Oh yeah, because I remember our food micro episode. <laughs> I think half of <laughs> our episode was just us、um, ranting about the fact that even as food scientists, we are not we don't know as much as we should about food、right. micro, I, even though it's so important. Disclaimers. Food safety. <laughs> Disclaimers. <laughs> that leads us to today's topic. I think today's topic is something that we didn't need an outline for. Oh yeah, we talked about we- this just because we're intimately familiar with the word burnout and the word stress. <laughs> But I do think it's important to address it because you know I've talked to a lot of grad students, and I think this is a very common problem. In academia, especially、um, in grad school itself. Yeah, so I guess we can kind of break this into sort sort of the levels of anxiety could be broken to、uh, probably a time series data. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if you look at either your two years for your MS or your、uh, four years, three to four years, five years, six years for for your PhD. The、um, stress level or or anxieties,、uh, I think I think the first month or so when you just get into grad school, you you would have some somewhat a a, a first crush of your your research or or you you just kind of wanted to do it so badly and want to get into the lab and you you read like two papers and you think you know the entire. Field. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of excitement for sure, and you、oh, feel、yeah. very motivated. You're pumped up. You're like, I'm ready to do this.、Mm-hmm. I think like there's excitement, but there's also like an undercurrent of maybe for some people anxiety because it is a big step going from undergrad or like the working life to、mm-hmm. grad school. Yeah, right. You're yeah. you're learning how the lab works, where everything is. Um, you're maybe trying to decide on your research topic, so it's exciting.、Mm-hmm. It might be stressful, but I think the excitement really is the main emotion, at least for me. Right, right, right. So, so it's so it's hindered by other excitement and new stuff. Yeah, yeah. Still, but still, like I, I would say, people would get a bit nervous, especially working the lab at first place, and.、Um, And the the if you work if you would work for a bigger lab, sort of the collaborating or or just working with other people in the lab, 
would probably create some people stress right because you're learning the lab culture you're making sure you don't step on each other's toes too much so there's like a、mm-hmm. lot of stuff going on but i would say dies down after a little while once you're familiarized with everything and the novelty、mm-hmm. and excitement wears off that's when maybe sort of the stress of research can kind of hit you yeah but like like what are some ways to kind of Get into a new environment without stressed out too much. I think、um, for me, what really helped was having the undergrad experience. So I know some people maybe they lived in the same city for high school and college, and it's less of a transition. But I think for me, and maybe you can talk about this too, Ben. But for me, because I moved from Malaysia to US for undergrad, I think that was a huge shift. Um, so adapting to undergrad life, adapting to cultural shock, and all that thing, all of that kind of prepared me. And I knew that、yeah. going into grad school, like I knew that I was excited, but I knew not to get ahead of myself. And I knew, like, even if I felt uncomfortable in this new space or whatever, I knew that that feeling will, will pass. You know, like life is a sine wave; it goes up and down, right? So for、mm-hmm. me, I think having that mindset. Of it's okay. It's gonna be shitty sometimes. Was definitely、yeah. very useful. That's true. Yeah, and and I I like to elaborate. That would be just mentally there will be that period, but at the same time, you just have to be more、um, proactive about it, and, and 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 you know being in the newbie in the lab is sometimes you know people will help you, but you you gonna. You gonna you you know when you ask for help, you really kind of get into other people's way.、Mm-hmm. And for example, if you can't, cause cause even though lab drawers are labeled,、yeah. if you if you don't know where they are, and like just look through the labels, it's still a lot of work and、yeah. creates a lot of confusions. Right. And you you I mean naturally you're gonna go ask someone. Yeah. And just. Being mindful that the for other people to answer your question or help you to find something, it's a compromise of their own time,、mm-hmm. and that really kind of you, you need to be appreci- appreciated to that. So, right in the future, you would do the same thing. So this kind of a karma thing that it it would <laughs> you, you you would give it back, right? Like like in the next year when newer people, someone newer than you comes to the lab, yeah. Yeah,、uh-huh. I think it's a that's a very good Buddhist philosophy to have,、um, because I definitely remember you know、um, ne- needing to ask someone for help, but knowing that they're very busy and trying to graduate, and kind of balancing that I need your help, but also like so so it, I think it's a tricky balance, and sometimes I would ask for help, and then I would also ask them like, hey, do you need help with your samples? I can you know if it's kind of routine work because. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of、yeah. your grad school experience, you might not have a research topic yet, so you might have a little bit more free time. So I would ask for help for people to teach me things. But once I learn it, I could also help them with their projects. And like Ben said,、yeah. is a very karma thing. Now that I'm approaching sort of the end of my graduate study, sometimes I、mm-hmm. not sometimes a lot of times, you know, I help out the undergraduates in our lab. I teach them how to use new instruments, and you know, I. If there's an instrument only I know how to use, I would also teach it to other lab members. So I think in、uh-huh. that sense, the knowledge in your lab is very collective.、Um, a lot of stuff、mm. is not written down, and I think people are also used to either being asked or asking other people for help. 
But Ben is right that you know you don't want to infringe too much on people's time because they have their research as well. So like if you can do something or like always try to figure it out on yourself, like by yourself if you can. Um, yeah, that. But but I I mean, there there should be a balance. There here, should be right? a balance, yeah. Because you're you're kind of freaking out of not finding stuff, right. and at first maybe some. Tiny stuff will get you really nervous because you just don't know how stuff works.、Mm-hmm. So probably like there's a sweet spot of getting certain amount of help from others, but、um, at the same time keep yourself struggling. Right, right. Because part of grad school is learning how to problem solve. Right, but I think right, it's very right, right. hard for us to convey the, what that sweet spot is. I think you have to find it yourself and within your lab,、mm-hmm. right? Right, right, right. Yeah, but but you just、um, but but I mean, keep certain stress, especially in the early month. I think it's a good thing to kind of get get you a kickstart on right, whatever right. that you're trying to do, and that that really.、Uh, That really comes in more in the lab, right? Because now, when I'm thinking about it, if we're talking about class stress,、That's、there、different. isn't too much,、yeah. right? <laughs> so there isn't too much. I think this is a very important. Like the types of stress different things cause is different. For instance,、yeah. in undergrad, like I think it's stress, but it's very manageable. Okay, not very manageable, but like. Well, because you've been through it. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe that you know, but it's kind、uh, of like I knew in undergrad if I put in X amount of effort, I'm gonna get Y amount of reward, right? So like I can, I can,、mm-hmm. I can kind of quantify things. I can say, you know, if I spend three hours on this lab report versus six hours, I know kind of like what I'm getting myself into. I might get a slightly lower、mm-hmm. grade, but I'm happy with it or whatnot. Like you can quantify things.、Um, Because a lot of things is a lot, a lot more objective, but in grad school, I think part of the stress comes from uncertainty. Because you could put in、mm-hmm. like fifty hours of work and have it not work, or you could put in five hours and then have something work. You know, because the yeah, nature、right. of research is such that we're, we're, we're we are dealing with things that are not completely. Certain because that's our job,、mm-hmm. you know. We're exploring the unknown territory, so to speak. <laughs> so there,、okay. there is that element of uncertainty of like you can put in so much, so much work, but have something not turn out like the way you expected it to, or you know, right?、I、And think, that's stressful. Yeah, that's stressful because I think when you, you know, ultimately having some sort of Positive feedback from your experiment is a way that people keep going. You know, maybe you discover something new. It might not be what you were hoping to discover, but at least that's something. You know, but if you have something fail on you multiple times, and then I、mm-hmm. think that can be、um, that can be kind of demotivating. Hmm. Yeah. Right. So, so the stress would being stressful would lead to some outcomes. Right. Right, and、uh, that that would include you being, you you know, feeling disappointed, um, certain things, and but that means that you 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 gradually kind of wears out a little bit, I right, would say. Right. Right. But but once you reach the core, 
Yeah. You're 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 kind of just don't care and just keep doing. <laughs> I think what that's you the thing. Yeah, I was talking to this uh, friend who who has a, she's pursuing her PhD in biochemistry. I think this is her fourth or fifth year, mm-hmm. and you know, I was I was bringing up this topic to her, and she said that yes, initially she felt this way, but honestly, you know, once she really got into the grind of it, it's like you know. She she in some ways she learned to separate the result from her work. Hmm. So even if she worked a fifty hour a week and she didn't get the result she wanted, she was kind of like, okay, whatever, I'll try again next week. So in some ways, that detachment, she said, you know, it didn't. You would think the more attached to something you are, the harder you'll try. Mm-hmm. But she says that being more detached didn't necessarily decrease her effort, but it just lessened her stress because she knows that you know. Not to beat herself mm-hmm. up over it if something didn't turn out the way she wanted to. Yeah, and I think that's a very useful life lesson as well. There are just some things in life that's not inherently controllable, and we as humans, especially as you know, very scientific, analytical people, we want to problem solve. We want something for certain. But mm-hmm. I think this is an exercise in kind of acceptance about certain things. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, so a way to at early stage、um, for grad research dealing with stress would be probably accept some that things would just not work, or、um, to to kind of put a balance、uh, on how much you should do and how much、um, say help you can ask from others. Right. But at the same time, you you know,、um, it really works. Company. At least for me, work comes in waves, right?、Uh, and, and that that wave, I think we've discussed in the previous episodes.、Uh, when the wave come, you really need to be prepared <laughs> and, and mentally that you can you can at least foresee some of those waves. Yeah, that will just drop on it's they they don't drop on you on like a, 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 a new Monday. I just drop on you. Probably could use that weekend to kind of prepare yourself. Um, both、uh, work related and also、uh, mentally. Right, 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 right. I think you're right in the sense、mm-hmm. that you know it's a long, it's a long journey. It's like a marathon,、um, but、mm-hmm. it, there there are some periods of time where you have maybe you have a grant proposal due, you have a conference you have to present at or whatnot, and work definitely amps up around that. So if you、oh, can、yeah. foresee it and. You know, take strategies to manage it. Like, make sure you get,、mm-hmm. you know, very. Make sure you're very well rested during the weekend. Make sure you eat healthy meals. Um, make sure you feed yourself, etc. Oh yeah, that's that. That's a good de-stress. Yeah. Strategy. Yeah. Right. At least for food science students, <laughs> like going out to eat with friends and whatnot. Like, there's you know little little things、yeah. you can do just to make it easier. I know that if I don't have. Breakfast. I'm usually like crankier, <laughs> and if I make、mm-hmm. sure I'm fed constantly throughout the day, I'm probably a little bit more productive. So like、yeah. little things, and I think like this is something.、Mm-hmm. Another thing I think is very helpful is having very strong social connections and network to support you.、Um, mm-hmm. Like for me personally, when I came to Ohio State, I joined. 
the acapella group. I joined a squash club. I make sure to venture outside of my graduate circle because I think like sometimes uh-huh. the graduate friends, even outside the lab, you end up talking about work and it, like it, it, the conversation just goes there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So this is we're we're now talking about sort of the actual life. Yeah, yeah. Outside of your research. Right. Thank you, Ben, for keeping uh-huh. that timeline. Like Ben is like rerouting us to the whole <laughs> grad school timeline. And yeah, he. Be like, wait a wait a wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, now so we're, you can see now we're on to the Ben's a, life of life. Yeah, Ben's a very organized, <laughs> chronological person, and I'm just everywhere right now. <laughs> no, you're an artist. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a creative. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Okay, yeah. so so go ahead. You you joined squash club, uh, acapella, acapella, and I think you know sometimes I get very stuck in a bubble of like, oh crap, my research doesn't work. But socializing with people beyond grad school just like makes you realize how small your problems are. You know, and it's like Mm -hmm. there's like a whole life out there. Other people have their own problems, their own struggles, their own life and their, you know, good things happening in other people's life. Like I always really enjoy having that external um, thing happening because sometimes I just don't want to think about research. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, I know that on a Friday night I can catch up with my friends and we can just like shoot the shit (laughs) for, (laughs) for like three hours and oh, yeah. I think that's a very, very nice feeling to have. And, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, it's, so. Or to be honest, even this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just having something Talking outside about, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of things outside of it. Um, something more out of your own interest mm-hmm, mm-hmm. per se. And really, because um, we're still talking about sort of the active lab working period of the grad career mm-hmm. right so so you would you, so so you would have a lot of hands-on time in the lab or you have a lot of i i think really the waiting time and hey do you still get this when you for example when you get all the data right you start to analyze it right like you did all the work right and i'm still super hyped uh-huh. like i'm i'm nervous and hyped when I'm like, say, plugging all the data into R and start to run like the first test, right? Because you're curious how it'll turn out. Yeah, because right, right. sometimes you just can't tell. Right, 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 right. Because you could kind of see that okay, data's coming out; they're consistent um, by you know, sort of a visual judgment or by some uh, the default uh, parameters that the instrument gives. But you can't, but you can't really get to the core of what this data means. Right. Right. And maybe maybe in a week or so once you get all the data and you plug into some kind of statistical t- software or you just start to plot them and play with the data. That really gets me I mean that's a that's a great feeling in some <laughs> way like you know. Right, right. Uh-huh. That's like the little scratch card that you get from right. getting lottery tickets. Right. So for you, for you, that's kind of like your reward, right? Like kind of like that feedback loop, you know, when you oh, get to play no, your but, data. Yeah. No, but sometimes, you know, when the data doesn't work out, right. you would also see it from, for example, you're building some, some regression and all the variables were not um, contributing to the to the results where they're not explanatory simply and that really in a lot of time it, it kind of it sucks 
in that way yeah. to yeah i think it sucks to put in a lot of effort and have things not work out but like if there is you know even if an experiment fails if there's like two or three things that i realize from it like you know maybe maybe i realize that next time i need to run it a different way i think like even having that little insights is something that's uh-huh. helpful and keeps you going but if you really literally have nothing to uh-huh. gain <laughs> after you analyze your data i think yeah you're right it, it sucks it's a shitty feeling yeah Right, right, right. And, you, you know, I've definitely gone through those. Mm-hmm. And the really, the when things doesn't work, you felt, you know, especially when you did a lot of different tests. Right. And trying to narrow it down to the final conclusion. Right. So the advancement of the whole thing, right? You might did 10 things and five things were repetitive of other people's work just to lead to your own story. Three things were kind of innovative but that one thing that is really out there and that didn't work you know it it kind of you're burned out at that time yeah because yeah because you you kind of because at the at at the beginning the work that you did kind of okay you can reproduce what other people did and you can kind of leading to some new light of your own hypotheses Mm -hmm. but then there's this smash Mm -hmm. right so you're 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 burned out, but this is, in my opinion, just part of science, right? Part of doing work, right? And um, and you just can't. I mean, you don't get. You, it sucks, but you just move on, right? If yep. you talk to a professor, that's what they will say. Yeah, um, I actually mentioned just, this to my advisor before. He was asking me, and I was like, oh, "It didn't work," and he just like smiled, and he was like, "Well, that's research," and you know what? He's he's right. Uh huh. Yeah, and that was, let's try something else. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like having that ability to bounce back and like, okay, this didn't work. Let's regroup and do something else. Like you will do that so many times throughout your graduate career, and you need to be able to do that. Yeah, but but then but then, um, I don't know the so the sense of ownership. This is actually something I want to highlight. Is that the sense of ownership, which you have for your project versus your boss has mm-hmm. to your project is completely different right your boss would have 10 graduate students each person would have two or three projects right he, he he or she is overseeing all of them right right but but for you that's it you're 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 at the junior the the junior of the junior level in terms of research and you're only kind of juggling these two projects mm-hmm but for you, when it fails, it um, it will be easier for the boss to move on. But I felt definitely it will be more frustration to the student right. to go through. Because like if he has 30 eggs in his basket, one egg just cracked. But for us, it's, you know... <laughs> like it's a lot and our like we're we're the one physically putting in the groundwork as well i think that's like Mm -hmm. that's different but um, yeah so so then you probably have to separate i mean just mentally be prepared that to separate some of this ownership mm -hmm. to your to your intellectual right to your intelligence separate that out of the ownership of the experiment Mm mm-hmm like you're owning more or you should feel more responsible to how you do it and how you implement it. Right. 
but less to the well. Definitely, the result is the most rewarding part. Right, right. But somehow give it give that less attention. Like you need to give probably help instead of giving merit to the result of the experiment. You need to give start giving giving more merit to your own. Okay, I put in this amount of work. I thought this experiment through. I made sure it was a rigorous design. I tried these and these variables. Like you need to give yourself a pat on the back, and like you said, you're pushing more of that. Um, what matters? You're kind of shifting it and balancing it more from the results to like what did you do today,、mm-hmm. right? And I think yeah, like for sure that that sort of detachment is definitely helpful.、Um, and then you、mm-hmm. mentioned since we talked about advisors, I also want to say that advisors can be a source of stress for some people. I think I was very lucky in a sense that I think I really picked the right advisor because not only <laughs> is it it's the field that I want to go into, I I wasn't even sure, you know, when I joined the lab, but now I'm really pretty confident that this is where I want to go.、Um, mm-hmm. I think my advisor is great at not micromanaging me and being encouraging、yeah. and supportive,、um, giving me that.、Mm-hmm. Intellectual freedom to run off with what I want to do. Like obviously, we need the money for it, but he trusts me、mm-hmm. a lot. And I think like when you have when your advisor is on your side, it is definitely definitely a huge boost. Yeah, and it's a stress relief, right? Right, it's like a relief.、Uh-huh. Like sometimes I will be like, ah,、oh, this didn't work, that didn't work, and I'll be showing him my results, but he will be like, he will remind me, you know, well at least you know what didn't work, so. You know, you know、mm-hmm. what your next steps are. You know, you know, yeah, you yeah, know what、yeah. to try next. Yeah, re- really. I mean, I've been reading and listening to some podcasts about design thinking.、Mm-hmm. You know, they really emphasize on、uh, iterations or being it, it, every design process is an iterative process, and that iteration would help you to improve and to get to that final product that you want. Right.、Um, it's not completely, you know, a scientific approach, because so. But but I think this iteration approach would kind of nest in the scientific approach. You know, every time you're still propose a hypothesis and do the experimental design, but you're doing it in a design way or or design method because you're constantly. Trying to improve and trying to change,、mm-hmm. but you're still in the end using a、uh, scientific method. Right, right, right. Does that make sense? Right. It's not completely blind trial and error, even right, though right, right. it's. And, and mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and and you have you have a lot of,、um, say you connect to multidisciplinaries and you start to think about when things don't work. You tend to think about. Outside of your box, right, 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 right. right. You, 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 you probably consider only the factors that worked,、uh, would work, or、uh, common in your own field. But really, what caused it not to work might be something that's outside of your field. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I、uh-huh. definitely think that, like, you know, it's it's part of that stress over that uncertainty is is important because, like, obviously, if it if it works, then we don't need to do research on it, right? Like if、mm-hmm. it's for certain, if it's given, then there's no need to put more, that much more effort into doing something that's already been done.、Um, right, right, right. So、mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So really, in the lab, you'll get a lot of frustrations, 
and you, you you'll probably burn out, especially when result doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. And I think like yeah. stress is one thing, and I think like a healthy amount of stress and maybe even a little bit of anxiety can drive you uh-huh. and motivate you because I I have coworkers who tell me like they like to have they like to wake up with a little bit bit of anxiety in the morning just because they know it will get them out of bed to the lab and start doing stuff and then once they start doing mm-hmm. things you know they feel better um, but at the same time I think if you're under prolonged frustration for too long it can also make you yeah. shut down right so mm-hmm. like I think having certain emotions. Like being anxious and like, oh shit, what do I need to do? I think humans, we have emotions like that to push us to do certain things, but there is Mm -hmm. a balance. And when there's too much of it, you know, it can be a bad thing too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it works for virtually everything. Right, right. right. For for grad school, it's just just sort of a highlight because you have this core which is your, well, we're more talking about thesis research options, right? Because mm-hmm. you have this, you, you have this mountain that you have to conquer mm. before you go on any further. Right. And, and really, um, so I want to kind of switch gear to sort of the post-lab burnouts and mm-hmm. anxieties in terms of make that graduation happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you do have a, a fair bit of time that after you're done with your bench lab work, you move on to your computer work, right? Regardless, it's data analyzing or um, writing or, or putting everything together, going through the bureaucratic right. university system to get you graduated. Right. And all the papers were signed by the committee and all that. So... The entire process of this um, would also create a lot of anxieties. And these anxieties are more human-related as opposed <laughs> to sort of an effort-related. Yeah. I, I just felt that, you know, you know, everyone's different. Some people are good at lab work, but maybe not as good as presenting the lab work. Right, or writing so their thesis. Comes to, right, so when it comes to writing, when it comes to... For example, uh, to hit the deadline on, on time, there, there's there's really a lot of problems there. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and really, I've seen people that have done so much and have gone so far, but it just kind of stuck at that um, final stage, mm-hmm. and they were they were burned out at that point of not being able to finish. Right, and that really, yeah, that that's a pity to have. Yeah, no, I guess, like, I understand it in a sense of, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, but what I was just going to suggest is that probably you need to be mentally prepared that, you know, doing thesis research and in, in graduate school consists both doing it and presenting it. Right. Um, either written or oral or whatever kind right. of form. right. And that's that's essential, and you need that to graduate, and that's part of the requirement that you know you and I kind of discussing in our early episodes of what counts as a graduate student and what's a proper uh, criteria, what's the proper criteria to graduate in uh, in a in, in a grad program, and that consists of being an independent researcher, 
An independent researcher can propose, conduct experiments, but they can also present them. Right. You right, need to be able to、uh, design things, do things, but also, you know, show your results. Because、mm-hmm. I think ultimately, if you're not communicating the great work that you have done, then only you yourself are privy to that knowledge. Which you know, it's kind of sad because it、yeah. it deprives the world in some way of you know whatever great stuff you did.、Mm-hmm. So and it's stressful. It's not easy sometimes. Right. I know. I know friends、right. who are great at lab work, but they hate writing. I think I'm the opposite.、Uh-huh. Like I don't hate lab work, but I think I like writing equally as much as I like lab work. So I'm lucky in that sense. But I think right, like right, right. you know that 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 there's that stress from uncertainty of experiments not working that we mentioned before. But there's also the stress of like right now, you know, like there's the stress of like. Can I? Will I be able to write like a eighty thousand words dissertation, or like can I present、mm-hmm. it、uh, in in such a manner that my committee thinks you know this is good enough, and that I can you know I have a, such a that that I have a deep enough understanding of my topic to I guess essentially defend myself in front of my committee. So it's wait, you need eighty thousand. I mean, I don't know. We need eighty thousand, but I know some people in some departments. I don't know、oh, what、really? it is for ours. Yeah, I'm at twelve thousand currently. Oh really? <laughs> I'm not even close. Actually, I, actually, I was like, I was. You know, you you mentioned the whole timeline just now of doing、uh-huh. research, analyzing data, and then the final part, which is writing. And I think for、yeah. me right now, I'm doing all three at the same time because I'm still, you know, trying to optimize my experiment, and I'm still collecting data, still analyzing it, and writing about it at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, if you write on paper, it's a linear approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what oftentimes is it's quite a jumble of mess. It might be still linear, but the scale between each step right might not be equal. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's that. That's where another type of burnout that would come out would just be you. You did all these things, but you have to put them in a logical order and to present them, and it has to be make sense to others. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. And that's a really difficult challenge, and that really can stop a lot of people from, you know, carrying out the entire degree. Right. I also kind of want to talk a little bit more about, like, not necessarily the stress and frustrations of the entire journey, but what、mm-hmm. has been useful for people in dealing with it. Obviously, we talked about, like you said, being prepared and trying to project in the future and see if there's going to be a lot of deadlines happening. You know, make sure you're mentally prepared. But is there any other things that you have done? To kind of, in your personal life, I guess, to deal with the day to day stressors of grad school. Okay,、um, this is a joke. Okay. okay. So, so I heard this last week from my advisor, actually. So he's funny.、Uh, so,、uh, well, they all came from one person in our department wore a warm up jacket. Uh, from Budweiser,、mm-hmm. so it's just a red,、um, red jacket,、uh, and with a Budweiser the logo in the front, right? So, and my boss and I were walk walking in the hallway, 
I was saw him and said hi. The 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 guy who's in the in, in the jacket, right? And he's uh, my boss started to say that. Have you heard about this uh, four words uh, highlight of a PhD student? Mm-hmm. And I said, what 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 are the four words? And he said, oh well, first two words are advisor and advisor. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and the second pair of words would be apartment and department. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that that's your balance right there. A little bit of alcohol. <laughs> Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, like, well, don't just put in as alcohol, but something more like a socializing. Yeah. So don't drink alone. Yeah. Like that that probably would not be very good <laughs> if you drink a heavy amount. Right. But, but so. Um, I guess our department hasn't done it for a while, but we used to have you know happy hours. Yeah, yeah, we actually had that. We had a we had a graduate student here organize a pub crawl, so we had uh-huh, that last yeah. semester, and I think they're gonna have it this semester as well. But I yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree in the sense that you know your lab work is a lot of times research projects might be multidisciplinary, but like the the day to day work is kind of independent. So you're doing lab work sometimes for hours on end, you know, by yourself, and you can chat with lab mates if they're in or not. But like I would think that, um, especially if you're an extrovert, you know, m- being able to have that social outlet somewhere else is really important. Yeah, yeah, and really, sometimes also, I wouldn't say this as absolutely socializing, but you should have someone to bounce ideas on and off. Right. Um. For for example, it doesn't have to be your own lab mate. It can be somebody that you know, might even from a different department, like probably your friend from biochemistry. The they have the literacy of understanding what you're doing might not be 100% familiar with exact material and methods. Right. But they can at least understand it. And bouncing ideas off with them and talking about things that didn't work to these people would really help reduce stress. Mm-hmm. And for example, my personal experience was um, was um, to, so I have to do a lot of regression modeling, right? And a lot of these data analysis steps were, complicated and they require a um, sort of a modular approach and um, I talk these modules with my um, office mate he's not in sort of the chemometrics or uh, modeling world right he, he, he does encapsulation work mm-hmm. but he has that understanding and the general understanding of, uh, of what I'm doing and he's read my some of my abstracts right so he knows what I'm doing but just by saying these to him and like my 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 frustration of tuning the models would really help me to release my uh my my anxieties my 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 stress and at the same time um kind of develop our our bounds together right right so for you what's really uh-huh. helpful is kind of talking it out with somebody even if they don't necessarily provide a um, a lead that could lead you to something else like the act of talking it out with someone helps you is that what you're saying oh yeah for sure for sure yeah 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 so you have to kind of and especially when it's technical stuff right you, you can have a lot of friends with you uh, but if they don't understand your your core issue 
or your core frustration. You can't really. You probably have to spend a lot of longer to explain the background of what you're trying to do before you actually get to the core of your complaints. Right. Right. Yeah, I、uh-huh. guess for I I guess for some people, being able to talk about it and then kind of like ruminate on it further, so not necessarily doing work on it, but talking it out with somebody else might help. I think for me personally,、mm-hmm. though, like that 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 definitely gives me insight sometimes, and that's helpful. But for me, sometimes、mm-hmm. I just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> like for、okay. me, like I'm I'm yeah, that makes sense. Right. Like I think for me, it's good to detach myself from. Even thinking about my research project completely, and then、mm-hmm. do something else with friends or do something completely unrelated, you know, and then come back to it.、Mm-hmm. And I realize whenever I come back to that problem, a lot of times my mind feels a lot fresher.、Um, I, I'm、mm-hmm. not as you know panicky over it, and I, I can look at it with a better perspective. And、oh, yeah. yeah, and I think like. You know, if you, for me, what another way I deal with all of this is making sure I have something fun planned at the end of the day. You know, if I know that, like, I have, you know, I'm going out to dinner with friends at five thirty, and we're gonna do this or that. That、mm-hmm. for me is,、um, it gets me out of the mindset of being like, oh shit, what should、you、I do? Still、first? got hope. Right, right. It gives me something to look forward to, and then so I know、mm-hmm. that it also gives me like a set timeline. So if I know、right. I have to leave the lab at five p.m. because I need to get somewhere at five thirty, then I'm、mm-hmm. I I spent less time, you know, potentially worrying about what I should do next or my、just、my project.、Panicking. Right, <laughs> and I spent more time just actually like doing stuff. Because it kind of ground,、oh, yeah. it kind of grounds you in a sense. If you know you have limited time, I spend less time worrying、mm-hmm. and more time just like contributing that brain work to my project. So that's also right. I, I agree.、Think. I agree a lot. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I think、um, you know we could we could probably wrap up this yeah、uh, from from here. But really the. The the core of what we're trying to say here is that、um, so be be prepared to to stress and anxieties and potentially burnouts too, but the core of it is that it's it's probably just gonna be part of it and nobody would get out of graduate school without saying one or two major panics. Right. I feel like、right. you know it's important to understand that. If you're feeling like this right now or whatever, you're not alone in that sense, and that a lot of、no. people ha- are currently experiencing it, have experienced it in the past and whatnot, and you know, know、mm. that it is a process. And if you're at a point where you need to reach out for help, you know, be it from friends, maybe you can't, you know, you you know, you really can't、um, do something, and you need other people to kind of. Come in and help you, you know. Say that, or if you need to go to your advisor and tell them like this is too much, and you like to focus on something first, like Project A、mm-hmm. first before jumping to Project B. Like, make sure to ask for help when you need it, because I think our discipline is a research itself in academia is quite independent. And I think a lot of people's、mm-hmm. personalities, especially in grad school, are very like gung ho. I must do all of this by myself. But I think when you need to ask for help, ask for help. 
um, because yeah. this is a marathon. You know, you need to stop, drink some water, <laughs> get hydration, get your salts in, and then continue. Because you're in for mm-hmm. the long haul, right? And if you need to go to, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, go ask for mental help from like a counselor or whatnot, I think um, that's definitely something that you should do. We actually have like I think our department head or graduate chair or something sent out resources mm-hmm. like this, and I think that's really helpful. So yeah, it's you know it's a it's a it's a long process, and I think it's stressful, but I think it's so worth it for me at least. <laughs> 